This is Musicians Can Thrive, a podcast community for anyone seeking to make money in the music industry. Musicians, audio engineers, managers, producers, booking agents, everyone across all niches. Welcome. My name is Gabrielle. I'm a singer-songwriter. These stories are for you. I hope they'll help you find new ways to thrive as a musician. I'm thinking more about this episode about street musicians. And I was listening to a couple Andy Grammer songs today and it reminded me how he actually started as a street musician in California. He used to play Venice Beach and areas like that. And now here he is. Maybe not an A-list pop star, but definitely making a living and a successful life for himself as a musician. So there's something to be said for training yourself as a musician on the street, being able to engage crowds of total strangers who owe you absolutely nothing and have a million other plans for their day than stopping to listen to you. But what if you can't get them to stop? What if you capture their attention for two minutes, 15 minutes? How does that change the way that you approach your ability to go out and both share your music and train yourself as a performer? Hey there. Welcome to season two of Musicians Can Thrive. Busking as a street musician is an easy way to get yourself out of the house performing in front of people, and start making a little bit of money. But as I've spent time watching different street musicians in the past year, I've realized the opportunity is much more than just a gig with a low barrier to getting started. In London, almost everywhere you go in the city, you'll find musicians and other street performers. Some of these people have thriving careers already and use busking as a way to have fun and maybe test out some new material. There's a husband and wife duo that goes by the name Imagine Jack, and they've performed in West End musicals, opera concerts, and more. They certainly don't have to go perform on the street, but they choose to. Garden, a big outdoor shopping area with restaurants and bars in central London, I saw a street musician who had his CDs out on display as another option for people who wanted to give him tips. The sky was good. His voice made me stop and listen. And then what do you know? He started playing one of my old favorite songs, Let Her Go by Passenger. Melted. 
that was just familiar enough for you to recognize the song and smile but he also made it different enough for it to feel more interesting than just well done karaoke if you like hearing stories about different paths that musicians are taking to build a life where they can thrive it would mean the world if you left a review on apple podcasts subscribe anywhere you prefer to listen to your podcasts and you'll get the next episode ready to listen as soon as it's released There's a beautiful city outside of London called Bath that I had the pleasure to spend a few days in. Walking around the city centre, there's no shortage of plazas for musicians to try and gather a crowd in. I've never seen a group of several musicians playing together as a band on the street. But I got a great surprise walking around Bath on a Saturday morning. Four teenagers had a crowd gathered around them, and they were jamming, having a great time. Two guitarists, one of them singing, a bass player, and a drummer. The drummer was really clever, using a cajon with a snare drum sitting on top of it, slightly muffled with a towel. He had a pedal to beat the cajon like a kick drum and a hi-hat cymbal. That was it. And it was honestly all the percussion that band needed. Tosh Sultana is one of my favorite musicians in the world, and they play about 20 different instruments. They've been described as a one-man band, and guess where they got a ton of practice that's made them one of the best performers I've ever seen? Yes, Tosh Sultana spent years busking in their home city of Melbourne, Australia. They were unable to find regular work, so they turned to the streets to make money off their music. That developed into making videos on YouTube and publishing music on Bandcamp regularly. Now, they've done several world tours and have two full-length albums released with their own independent label, Lonely Lands Records.
Ever heard of Andy Grammer? He's a singer, songwriter, and producer, and his first album had a big hit on it called Keep Your Head Up. Grammer got his start as a busker too, on the Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica, California. In 2009, he was discovered by his manager, Ben Singer. And then he got a record deal in 2010 with S-Curve Records. The glow that the sun gets right around sunset Helps me realize this is just a journey Drop your worries You are gonna turn out fine Oh, you turn out fine Fine, oh, you turn out fine But you gotta keep your head up, oh Josh Klaus, a musician who I talked to for episode one on the first season of Musicians Can Thrive, first got practice performing as a street musician too. When he was a teenager, instead of a summer job, he went out and bust to make a little bit of money every week. Every time you see Josh perform, he lights up the stage and the crowd loves listening to him. It definitely seems like all that practice paid off. I spend a lot of time here on the Musicians Can Thrive podcast uncovering ways to make money for music that don't involve getting a record deal. And I'm not saying that getting discovered by a label or manager is the biggest benefit of performing as a street musician. But it's worth thinking about. What could happen if you get into a habit of consistently going out and performing on the street? At the very least, you become a better performer. You make a little bit of money that you can invest back into your music.